Spooky season is finally upon us. Decorations, candy, scary movies. What if we took some of the most famous scary movie characters and had a battle royale? Who would win and why? This week on the Going Off Topic podcast, the spooky character deathmatch. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me today via Zoom, two scary movie experts, Dukes from Anything But Credible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Fauché, I'm doing good. Appreciate the expert status. I uh, don't know if I'd put it there. I guess we'll kind of put some of that to the test today. But, you know, like you said in the intro, it's spooky season. It's October. It's my time of the year. So I'm doing great. How about yourself, man? I'm doing well. And back again, a fan favorite a podcast favorite, my wife, Ellen, uh, scary movie expert number two. How are you doing? Oh, <laughs> I am pretty good. I'm pretty good. I mean, it's spooky time. So I'm in my element. The witch is back. And yeah, it's great. <laughs> good. That is good to hear. But uh, the first question I had was, uh, but I think you both just answered it. Before we get to the body of this thing, would you say that this spooky season, October, Halloween is your favorite time of year? Yes. <laughs> it's my jam. <laughs> it's great. It's getting colder outside. Um, I hate hot weather and I really hate summer. So sorry about everybody who loves summer, but it's the worst. So yay. <laughs> Dukes, are you in the same boat? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about the, the summer uh, hate, but I definitely am like Ellen said in my element, you know, um, turn into the colder weather, but you're right in between. So here, you know, Missouri, we, you know, we get away from the super hot summer, which I think what Ellen was kind of alluding to, we get, we get more into the, the, the cool down era, you know, with the season changing, the colors that are happening, all the festivities, you know, it's just the, the beer slightly changing, you know, you go from the, the, the sweet and fruity flavors to kind of the um, harsher, darker, type of, of things. You know, I don't know. It's just a little bit of everything. It's hard to explain, but of course, number one is just the overall media content. Everything changes. It's like this slight change where now we're in this two month period, right? When you get to about September to October where everybody's okay with scary stuff before that. It, no, 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 no. don't do that. Don't do this. Maybe once an occasion, but now we're at this time where now it's okay. Now it's cool. That's where Ellen and I, we start thriving when everybody yeah. else jump, jumps yeah. in. It's pretty great, but it's also not great when you have a husband who doesn't really like spooky things very much and you're just wanting to watch a scary movie every night and then that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's too scary. <laughs> yeah. I was going to uh, make that point myself, but you have beat me to it. Uh, I was going to say, I do like Halloween. I do enjoy the weather changing. I love decorating the house. Um, we have the house all decorated. It looks great. We buy a new, um, decoration every year, at least one, possibly sometimes two or three, depending on what's going on. But the house looks great. Uh, candy corn is back, mm. which is always good. A lot of great candy. Um, you, you know, Dugan, you brought up the beer. That's always a good thing. But yeah, I am not, I am out on the spooky movies. Um, I feel like I'm definitely getting better. You have to give me credit where credit is due. I have seen more true. than I've ever seen but... in the past. So you got to give me at least a little bit of credit. I'm not, you know, I'm not going all out and watching, but I've definitely seen more I recently <laughs> than I ever have before. I would like to say that there are two 
of the movies on these lists. Of, you've only seen 50%. Sure. That is true. Of what we're talking about today. Can we, ela- so, can we elaborate? Let's get on that. Can we elaborate though, Voshi, on what what you consider meaning that you're doing better now than before? What what exactly does that mean? I've definitely seen more scary movies than I ever have before. Like in the past couple of years, I feel like I've opened up and seen more scary movies than the past. I saw the It movies, both of them. I saw Parasite. Uh, I saw. <laughs> Midsommar. Midsommar. Yeah, that one. I don't even bring that one back up. We'll have a whole conversation on that one. Uh, We've made a bet on Hereditary. Um, Not a bet. I guess a a swap. A movie swap. A TV swap um, for Hereditary. So I'll be watching that soon. I mean, I'm probably watch it this month. I mean, I feel like I have to watch it this month now uh, that we're in October. I mean, I'm waiting for you to, to get at least a little bit into the wire, but you <laughs> yeah. failed me on that front. Yeah. So I feel like I'm just going to have to pick it up and uh, then we're going to go from there. But de- I've definitely, within the past like two or three years, I've probably watched more scary movies in that time span than I ever had in my entire life. So that's why I'm okay. doing better. That's probably true. I will give you that. That is probably true. Oh, because I saw you us. wouldn't watch any scary movies in general, even if they weren't mm-hmm. even that scary. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I would say, yeah, in the past year, I've watched quite a few. Okay. Okay, that's legit. So, yeah, I'm going to say I'm doing I'm proud. I'll give so, you that. I'm proud of you. <laughs> all right. So, uh, great time of year. We all love it for most of the same reasons, a little bit, some different reasons in there too. But I feel like there's, I, I feel like there's definitely people out there, but nobody that I know that's like just totally out on Halloween. Like, there, you know, there's people out there that don't like scary movies, but they like the weather changing. They like the decorations. They like uh, the candy, the trick-or-treating, everything that goes into Halloween. I, I've never really met somebody that's just totally out on Halloween, but I'm sure there's people out there. Um, and if there are, I would love to hear from you. So I want to know why you're just you know, totally out. I guess if you're like a diehard summer person, then that makes sense. But I would love to hear from you if you're just strictly out on Halloween. Like, don't love anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are here today to do a... This is our third deathmatch episode, actually. So we did a uh, long time ago, we did the action hero deathmatch. And then just, you know, within our fat, our probably last 20 episodes, we did a creature deathmatch. So make sure to go back and check those out as well. Today, we are here to do the spooky character deathmatch. And we are going to pit Pennywise, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, and Jason Voorhees all against one another in a Hunger Games type deathmatch uh, battle royale so if you haven't listened to our previous episodes and this is your first one we'll give you a quick rundown on the rules or settings i guess you could say our four characters get dropped onto an island uh where they have to battle into an all-out death match there the terrain of the island changes every 10 minutes so not one character gets a pure advantage uh we, I was, you know, usually we have weapons or items drop in randomly, but I feel like these characters have their weapons already on them when they get to the island. Um, and then we're, we're going to, so usually we do, we have, we have to have a winner in an hour or the whole island blows up and everybody dies. But this time we'll expand it out to say we have to have a winner in 12 hours. We'll give everybody a fair shot. Um, some of these characters that we, we were going to talk about walk extremely slowly, um, even though they get to where they're going extremely quickly, it seems like, which is a very interesting topic, but We'll leave that for when we get to the characters. So we have to have a winner in 12 hours or everyone dies. Mm. So this is, um, you know, when I've first, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only person that's ever thought of this idea, but 
I just picture, you know, in Hunger Games when they all go to the battleground or whatever it's called, it's just an all-out battle royale, every man for himself. So we have, uh, again, Pennywise, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, uh, arguably the four most famous scary movie horror characters, would you say? Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're definitely up there if they're not at the top of the list, for sure. Yeah. Can you remind yeah. me real quick before we... Sure. Do you know off the top of your head who the other deathmatch winners were on our episodes? I cannot think of them. So I feel like for the creature deathmatch we had, um, I can't remember everyone that went into it, but I know Wolverine, Deadpool, right. Terminator, and I maybe uh, Terminator and Predator maybe. And I feel like our winner was either, I feel like it was Wolverine possibly. Okay. Um, the action hero deathmatch, I know we had uh, Atomic Blonde, we had um, Rambo, but I can't remember the other two. But it, you know, it's, it's it was those two characters. But and I can't. I, I right. want to say that maybe Atomic Blonde came out on the top. Yeah, I, I think can't remember. Maybe, maybe that sounds familiar. I don't know. That's what that was a long time ago. Just yeah, curious, that one was sorry. a while ago. Didn't so, mean to derail uh, us there. No, no, of course. Um, so yeah, go back and listen to those two, and then <laughs> add this one in as well. You know, listen to all three. This is an ongoing topic that we're going to do here. So, as Ellen alluded to previously, I've only seen 50% of these movies. I have seen uh, the newest It movies, and I have seen not all the Michael Myers, not all the Halloween movies, but I've seen probably a good percentage of them. I've definitely seen the newest couple. I've seen the original. Um, I definitely I think that's it, Kyle. I, no, I definitely saw... What's the one with LL Cool J? Isn't that H2O or something? Some crazy yeah. shit? Oh, yeah, we did Terrible. watch that. that was, I forgot about that. But uh, I feel like, you know... Once you've seen one or two Michael Myers movies, you've kind of seen them all. But so I've seen the original, I've seen the newest ones. Um, have not seen Nightmare on Elm Street, and have not seen. Um, now I'm totally blanking. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. So I've not seen any of those. Any. I have heard the song <laughs> Nightmare on My Street from Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. So I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of what the movie's about. Uh, but of course, you know, even if you haven't seen the movies, you know the characters, you know their skills, their attributes, their weapons. But we're going to go into each character. Before we go to the characters, we're going to go into their, all of their attributes. Dugan is just, he's upset. He's shaking his head. He can't believe that I haven't seen these movies. I mean, do you realize, you realize that you just literally said, you, that's like 23 movies just between those two series. That's so many movies. That you, I'm you just have saying. not seen. Yeah. It's a lot. It's true. And I am not afraid to say that I have not seen them, but... Again, it's like the same thing with the Halloween movies. And you Once only you name know two or Halloweens, so really you're like over thirty with those three franchises. No, no, I've I've I didn't name two. I've seen the the original ones. I saw the Rob Zombie ones. I saw the original. <laughs> I saw H two O. Okay, all right, maybe that's it. So maybe I've seen like four or five of those. <laughs> okay, all right, four out of a twelve. Out of 15, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot of movies. <laughs> that's why, I, but that's the reason I had you guys on here because you are our we're going to be relying on both of you to discuss Freddie and Jason because you are a movie are, are, I think you guys are so you have named yourselves horror and no. scary movie experts. So <laughs> that's why we had you on for this. Now is the time to do these type of podcasts. Um, so I'm going to, you know, we're going to rely on you for that, but so we're going to go into each character's, you know, their strengths, their attributes, some of the things that, um, you know, make them characters of who they are. And then at the end, um, I feel you know we're gonna have a conversation. And at the end, we're, I think we're all you know, we're gonna pick a winner and see who comes out on top. Um, I think the 
I think what we, we realized last time was we went in order of who we thought would die first. So we went from four, then there were three, mm-hmm. then there were two, then there was a final winner. Um, and I feel like that worked out really well. So before we get into the character, uh, I guess characteristics, do you, either of you have anything to say um, wh- as we go in? I feel like there's two of them that I feel like would die fast. Mm. And then there's two that I feel like would not ever die. Yeah, I, I have. I, <laughs> so it's, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I, I second that actually. I think, I think I'm on the same page as Ellen. I think there's two, there's a yeah. matchup that almost is, is a guaranteed road to the finals, I think, to the end. That just mm. makes mm-hmm. sense from the storyline. The other two, uh, while they might not be as long of a battle, um, like they, you, you talked about their strengths, but I actually think what's really key here, obviously, is the weaknesses, especially because of these, these stories are so, uh, mm-hmm. in order to build out these franchises as long as they have, they have had to take some very um, big twists and turns and a lot of liberties uh, at the possibilities. So even if Ellen and I might know a decent amount of these, there are some people out there that really know every second of these movies. And so there's going to be even more loopholes than we talk about that I think could also dramatically yeah. change the course of a, of a battle Royale bet- between all four of them, if that makes any sense. But I I'm with Ellen. I think there's two that sticks out to my head that is, is it goes, I go, I go straight there. I don't even think about the other two, but I'm interested to hear as a group mm-hmm. what we all think. Okay. Yeah. So when I was looking up um, characteristics of all the, you know, I just went to Google and typed in like, Pennywise attributes, and there are actually like um, wiki pages that people have created on of yep. all of their movies. Some, of them, I mean, some of these people have been in twenty or you know fifteen, twenty movies. So it's crazy to see um, their their attributes, their characteristics, how them. You know, just reading through there, you can kind of get a sense of oh, they went. You know, this movie went this way, but then this movie went a totally different way, and the person came back or whatever. But all right, we are going to jump into the characters. First one I've written down is Pennywise. Um, so we're going to start with the two that I've seen and then we will go to the two that I have not seen so you guys can <laughs> fill us in. Uh, Pennywise, some of the things that I've written down are he's just, I mean, he's a creepy clown, usually. Uh, he's also a shapeshifter. He can shape, uh, he can shift into anything that you are scared of or uh, shift into something that you that is close to you and draw you in. Uh, very manip- manipulative. Well, that's a difficult word to say, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I also saw that he has some kind of, you know, like telepathy kind of where he can get inside your mind and work things and, and do that type of thing, uh, which was interesting. That was on the, the wiki page. So, uh, you know, don't, don't quote me on that, but he is able to, I guess, telepathy. And then he also can create some illusions of things that are out there um, and put those things in your mind and make you think you're seeing those things. Uh, super strength, super speed were some of the things that I saw. Another one that I, that I, saw that I'm not really sure how to explain was he can show himself or show things to me, but I might be in a room full of people and they aren't seeing those things. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that goes with like getting inside your mind and show like, Oh, only I can see that. And then I'm like freaking out and you guys are like, I what's happening? Like, I don't know what you're, what you're looking at or, or, uh, or what's going on. But so Pennywise, you know, those are some of the things that I had written down. What else do you, he's, you know, he's, I know that, he's sort of like when I was just briefly reading through a synopsis, it was, they don't really know what he is. He's like an alien type thing, but the most, the, the form that he usually takes is a clown 
but he can also shapeshift into anything else. Yeah, because clowns are creepy. Yeah. What else yeah, do you so, have to add? This is where my fear of clowns began. <laughs> I think I actually think that it started with a lot of them. I think uh, in a lot of articles that you read, I th- I'm pretty sure that they've everyone has rated anyone yeah. as the creepiest clown <laughs> character, which makes sense. But yeah, Foshi. So um, the way that I understand it is that he is, it is an, an alien basically. But the reason uh, mm-hmm. to to hit on your te- te- uh, telepathy side of things is that it, it feeds off of fear. And it connects with the people who are weak enough to allow him in and give him that fear, which is why he always preys on children most of the time. And that is also why he's mm-hmm. a clown because children hate clowns. So yeah. by needing fear to prey on, um, it's kind of just an easy, it's really just kind of lazy if you ask me, but you know, it works out for him. So, you know, that's, that's what it is. But yeah. um, when it comes to the death match, it's going to be interesting because He's like an actual, it is actual thing. It's like, it's not like some, some, some creature. I guess it is a creature, but you know, this actually could have maybe even fit into the creature feature uh, overall, but I, I, I don't know. Um, Ellen, what, what's, what, what are your thoughts on, on Pennywise like overall? You know, like obviously <laughs> that was terrifying, like as a child to watch when you were too young to the story of my life, but, <laughs> but if you think about it in this like death match situation, what, which one of these people are actually going to be afraid and feed into that to fall prey to what he then does? Exactly what I was thinking. I don't think any nope. of them. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I think that's uh, yeah, I don't, I I think we might be jumping ahead here until kind of uh, to the conversation as far as like the, the battle itself. But I, I, I think it's fair. You know I mean? His whole yeah. thing, I keep saying he, like, like it's a, he, they actually, go back and forth if it's a if it's a male or female because it ends up laying eggs i think in 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 the book maybe Mm -hmm. or something but uh, maybe even the real one but that's how the kids anybody who's seen it uh you know i guess spoilers for all these characters if you yeah uh, you know that's how they end up defeating it right like he's like oh i'm gonna get you i'm gonna throw these really scary things at you and then they're like oh we're strong enough now we don't need to be scared anymore and then he shrinks down to this little bitty alien and then they basically just like squash his heart but these other three characters that we're talking about literally have never shown any, honestly, kind of weakness, to be honest with you. I mean, in different bits and pieces, but definitely not any kind of uh, like fright or scare or anything like that. So I'm, I'm, that's actually exactly where my thought went to, Mm -hmm. right? Where Ellen just laid it out. Is that like, you drop him down. I'm just not sure I mean, this might actually, he might end up being the shortest in this scenario, in this matchup, might be the shortest lifespan ever in the history of, of our, of our death matches, Foshi. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I like, I like the, yeah. uh, the in-depth analysis. That's why I brought you both on. I knew you guys would talk about it and know, know more on me than I do. Um, because I would definitely be, but yeah, it's, I mean, a, it's a good point. They don't, you know, I don't think he's going to be able to get into any of their minds. Like, I don't well, think they, exactly. they're not scared of anything. They're and, not like, Yeah. And you're, and we'll talk about this with the next characters, but do they even have a mind? That's a quote valid exactly. question. That's what I was. Do, do they? Say. <laughs> most of these other characters don't even. I mean, uh, I two of them kind of have been built upon the fact that they don't have a conscience. That they actually don't. Like one of the big mantras here, the motifs that they carry through is that they don't actually have souls. That they're not even actual. Like that's why I said that it was actually an alien. It was a creature. It was like a breathing, functioning thing. It hibernated every twenty-seven years, but it came back and it was real. Only some people could see it. Like, it was still a real alien, you know? Um, I'm just not sure, like, if you want to say about the word real, 
or, or I guess real <laughs> human or person or being, I guess is the real term. I'm not sure how much of those other, these other characters will fit into that. So to Ellen's point, if he can't scare right off the bat, that means he's not shape-shifting. He's not doing, what happens? I actually don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. a very valid point. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't even think about it until, you know, we just started talking about it, but he probably, you know, they're not scared of anything. He's not going to be able to get into their minds easily. Um, so good. Yeah, good point. Uh, we are going to move to Michael Myers, next character I have on my list. Um, I feel like just everybody knows Michael Myers and, and what he's, you know, what he's about. So we won't, you know, we'll just give some, some, some big attributes. Do you know that Michael Myers has a middle name? Do you have any idea what his middle name is? I swear that I've like, I've, I've seen this in a trivia question or something before, but no, it's not coming to me. Apparently I got no idea. Apparently his middle name is Audrey. So there you go. Oh, really? That was, that was on the the fandom page. So, (laughs) uh, a quote that I saw on the page that I thought was just perfect was he is an unstoppable force of death and despair. Uh, super strength. He, for a, I feel like for a giant person, he's fairly stealthy, um, has good endurance. His knife work is impressive. Uh, he, there's been, I mean, in all of these movies, he gets shot, he gets burned, he gets stabbed, he gets, goes through all of these different things. He always comes back. Um, he, his, like, his, re, I guess, like regeneration, or you can just, you know, regenerate, uh, heal himself. He has a, a very impressive kill list. Um, he seems like he's always moving. This is, you know, to go back to the previous point, always seems like he's moving extremely slowly, but then he's just, he's there and he's ready to you know, kill you and knife you, whatever, uh, grab your skull and crush it like a little tiny pebble. Um, so those are all the things that I have written down for Michael Myers. I don't, I don't really know how much more in depth we need to go, but Ellen, do you have anything to add to the great Michael Myers? I mean, there are so many movies like yeah. he never dies, even though he's dead at the end of, I feel like every single movie he's really not. Yeah. I mean, even don't, don't leave cause he's not dead. Yeah. I mean, even, you know, <laughs> spoiler alert for the newest one, but I feel like it came out a couple of years ago. Um, they're making another one off of that. So it's like, man, I mean, you can't, you just can't get rid of him. Um, Dugan, do you have anything to add to Michael Myers? Yeah, I think, uh, I, I really love the, the, the word, the term that you put there, that um, the stealthy. I think he, we could make a case that he probably is the stealthiest out of the crew. Th- that's actually a very great side conversation that I'd love to have at some point after this, maybe. But um, I think with my relationship with all, all of these characters, Mike is probably my most frustrating because of that exact thing that Ellen was just talking about. There's so many movies, there's so many endings. Um, and it's just like, you know, here's the here. I, I want to start by saying this though. I am all for, and will always be for more Halloween movies. So with that, <laughs> I know that, um, we, you have to have these different twists and stuff. Like I, I get that, but some of them are just painful. Like the one that you were talking about H2O, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. I think that ends with Jamie Lee Curtis, like actually chopping his head off with an ax. And then I'm pretty sure the next movie they're just like, oh yeah, it was actually a different person. It was like uh, that was, she actually chopped the head off of a. Uh, it was like the EMT guy. It's like what? Wait, what? Just kidding. What? Like what? What? Wait, what? Wait, what? It's like every time it's something like. I know, that. and so that stuff drives me crazy. But also that's the fun of it, though I think, because it starts with mm-hmm. the first one when he gets shot in the face literally like four times. Then he gets fallen out of the window, and they look out the window, yeah. and he's gone. 
<laughs> and he's gone. From that point on, you know, like, okay, this guy is literally the sneaky of all sneakies. I mean, he, he's a massive man, like you said. And, um, you know, there's other weird things that most of he doesn't make any noises, right? Except for like some of the movies, some of the old movies, they had this, this, this shot of him like beneath the mask and you could hear him breathing. It was kind of weird. Um, that was interesting, you know, and, and it's just like, that's the one person that they actually say he is a human or so they say they started out the story by saying he's a, he's a human, but now it's like morphed into all these movies that actually we don't really think he's a human. We actually think now he's just this, this thing that cannot, this creature that cannot be stopped. Like you said, this creature of death. So he actually, I think had an interesting twist as like how much of a real being he actually is. It like went from real to just, unstoppable force very quickly i feel like mm-hmm. so well how do you keep making more movies if he's just a dude <laughs> exactly you know? like, but that's the interesting dynamic of this right we're <laughs> going to talk about Voorhees and we're going to talk about freddie who both mm-hmm. were already dead there were previously dead people and they came back at post death you know where this is the one person who is supposed to be the most human like if we consider him a human being so that is the interesting dynamic behind it but all the other dumb, crazy, wild things that happen throughout the movies obviously go a different way. But when this battle, that's the interesting part, I think, about this battle is that um, he's the only one that's not, I guess him and it are the only two that are not, you know, already pre-dead, I guess. I don't know how to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Post-mortem. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Yeah, I think you're Anytime. right. Um, but yeah, it, it's so interesting. Even, you know, even as a person that's only seen like four or five of them, um, they some of the movies you know like the newest one that just came out like I said last year or the year before that was it was supposed to just bypass all of the other movies that came out and it was from the original and then to that one and then to this next one it's just so interesting how they've taken all of these uh, different movies and spun them in different ways and created all of these different yeah uh, and, breakouts and that's the other thing too is that I am all for those things but even me explaining to somebody uh, the other day, a couple of weeks ago, this and that, it does get very confusing because like those, the, the Rob Zombie movies are totally separate. They're actually from a totally different angle, but then the newest, yeah. like what you said in H, what you watched on in H2O was supposed to be a carry on of the original just years, years, years later, while the newest Halloween, not Rob Zombie actually is a totally, totally separate storyline altogether. So it's just like there's there's a lot of different just universes yeah. basically <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's created their own thing, and there's been so many different people that have created the movies that have just spun it off in their own way. And you know, there's certain people out there that follow they follow this storyline, and certain fans follow this storyline. And, and yeah, it's very interesting. Think about yeah, you got to think about the other media too, because I'm pretty sure for all these characters, there's like there's comic books. I think there's are there are, there are some form of like. Um, fan novels and stuff that people write and you know so for all oh, yeah, you know, probably. there's that probably a lot more <laughs> that we don't even know about but i think at the core it's very interesting because it's just this ellen do you think that would you say that michael myers is do you consider him and i guess Foshi to you too do you consider him a human is he a actually human being or do you think he's some kind of supernatural i mean force if you look at just like the first couple movies yes but if you look at it as a whole, no. So, somewhere along the way, he, like you said, he's morphed into something else. 
whether he like died actually, but now he's like some weird, like benevolent mm-hmm. thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's not a human being now though. I will say there's yeah. no way. There I, think, no I, think, way. I, I think that's a good way to put it though. It's kind of just right now. It's just a question mark. I, can, I think that's what the, what, yeah. the, what the lure of it is altogether. All I completely agree with with that. I, I was going to say kind of the same thing. Like originally, you know, in the first couple of movies, he definitely started out as a person, and then somewhere along the lines, um, you know, whether he died or whether he gained some sort of weird supernatural powers or something. There's something that has changed in the course of of time. But I mean, I guess if you just look at maybe certain storylines, depending on how they've spun off, if you just put those together, maybe it makes more sense. And you just, you know, I don't know. It would be interesting to look at how those all spin off and what's what some of the fan fiction and thoughts are on those different storylines. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before we move on to our next character, uh, Ellen, you have a story that you'd like to share on Michael Myers. Uh, let's hear it. I do. I work with kids and they do weird stuff, obviously. So shout out to one of my coworkers actually listens to the podcast, Jamie. Shout this out. is yeah, the, shout out to Jamie. This is one of Jamie? her stories, a kid in her class, um, in a three-year-old class. This is a three-year-old telling a story, talking about her uncle Miles and how he escaped from prison and he has been killing people. So oh, Jamie no. has no idea <laughs> that she's trying to say Michael Myers, but she's calling him Uncle Miles. That's so this hilarious. whole class, this kid is talking about Uncle Miles. And she was like, I'm really like, I'm, I'm worried. She was like debating in the class. Like, do I talk to like the parent after? Like, make sure like right. she's okay. So she talked to the parent about it after. And her dad was like, oh my God, she's talking about Michael Myers. <laughs> Three years she, old. Like, she had like walked in on them watching that movie oh or something. And God. they had to explain to her that it was real but jamie literally that's, thought that it was that's one hilarious of her, one of her family members four or like, five damn what he's like what is going on with this girl right now yeah it's crazy. what's going uh, on in your house <laughs> i gotta say i you know my parents are pretty good about that like letting me watch stuff but three and i'm sure i'm not saying that they let yeah <laughs> the child watch it but i i, I that's hilarious it kind of makes me wonder like do you do you guys know of your first time actually accidentally maybe walking into one of those i the earliest i go back to uh, i think it was actually the first child's play movie like with chucky really as a kid mm-hmm. really got me uh, that was a complete accident i don't know yeah i mean i watched scream was like the first like scary like actually scary movie that i ever watched over at a friend's house whose parent would let her eight-year-old watch things like that (laughs) (laughs) and that was horrifying i was so scared but then i didn't want to go like tell my mom that i was scared because i knew i'd get in trouble so it was like living in fear in my bedroom by myself (laughs) horrible Um, yeah nothing comes to mind for me that's probably because i've blocked it out from my memory because it was a traumatic experience (laughs) yeah Um, i'll tell you what later on later on for me though like into my I don't know, early childhood. Well, also the, the, the original it miniseries in the nineties, I think yes. it was 90s, uh, really, really did. They got me too. Definitely. That scared me so bad. Yeah. All right. So we've done two of the four. We've hit my two Pennywise and Michael Myers. And, um, next on the list that I have is Freddy Krueger. Um, so what I have written down is just a really basic sentence. And I'm, 
expecting you both to elaborate on. Um, he's a dream stalker with razor sharp gloves that kills victims in their dreams. Uh, that's about the most that I know, the most that I found. Uh, Ellen, do you have Very anything much. to add to Freddy Krueger? I want to say, I was thinking about this the other day when I was thinking about all this stuff. Is Freddy Krueger like the bad version of like Edward Scissorhands? Like Edward Scissorhands gone wrong? <laughs> like I'm just saying, Edward Scissorhands is kind of creepy. And you're not wrong. Yeah, I feel I like mean, it had to have played a part, right? Because honestly, the whole thing with the glove and... Uh, I don't know. I, I I would actually be interested to see what actually started that. I bet you it does have a, yeah. a, a play. I wouldn't be surprised if it had a part to play. <laughs> it's a very strange like similarity to have with someone yeah, else. Yeah, and I can't, I cannot remember how they tie that into the storyline for some reason, which I know is like a crucial I thing. But his actual storyline, it doesn't really revolve around like having this glove with claws on it. You know, I no, I can't remember <laughs> how. I can't remember the origin of that. But that's not like as far as I remember, that's not what his storyline really was. Yeah. Super random. Uh, now I can't remember anything else that I have to say about Freddy Krueger because all I can think about is Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Well, I, I can I can pick you up from here for a little bit. I'll tell you this. I, I, I've had my ups and downs with the, with the Nightmare on Elm Street um, series. Overall, I don't think Freddy, the Freddy movies are my favorites, but they are. They do try and do a lot of interesting things. Um, and I think out of all the series that I would like to see continue. I would really like to see the nightmare on Elm street continue because since Freddie lives in the dream world, you can do so many things. You can actually get away with doing all of the corny, stupid, crazy mm -hmm. things that we kind of talked about in the other two movies so far, or the other two series so far, you can do those kinds of things and actually get even crazier because yeah. he lives in the dreams. Right. So the whole idea with Freddie for anyone who doesn't know to, to piggyback off of Foshi's extremely short one sentence uh, summary there is basically that uh, he, he was, um, they, by the way, they've built on his, his childhood as the series goes on. They've, they've kind of built out backwards his childhood more and more, but it basically boils down to that. He was a child molester in this town in Ohio, which for some reason they, they love making these, these, these cities, these fake cities in the Midwest. It's like their favorite thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he basically figures out um, interestingly enough, the, um, the, the, he gets arrested but I don't know if you guys know this. I remember this, but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly that he gets arrested, but then gets released because there was like a malfunction or something on the search warrant that they signed. The judge signed in the wrong place or something. And I think, I think that's what it is. So they, so they let him go. And then the town folk, the, the, the children's parents basically take him to their own hands, lock him in what mm -hmm. I think it's the basement of the school actually yeah. that he was like the janitor at. And they basically burn him alive, which is why he um, has all the scars. It's so burnt. Right. Right. But then his spirit, uh, he dies, but his spirit then ascends to this dream world or basically, and he haunts and kills all of these people in uh, that come on, on um, Elm Street. Right. But the weird thing is, is going through the, the series, he also has a little bit tied into kind of the it side because later on it comes to realize that people some of these movies are actually built on like people forgetting about him the town tries to cover him up a lot of these movies start with like oh it's been five years and we haven't heard but then you get all the way up to the to the very like i think it was like 2010 when when they i don't know if you guys remember the freddy versus jason movie mm -hmm. but that whole movie is built around the fact that 
Freddie can't kill people because nobody remembers who Freddie is. So he like basically sets Jason up to do the killing for him so that it can remind people how also terrifying Freddie is. Very, very interesting. Very weird. So it's like this other weird thing that he needs to be known about also kind of, but he also there, Freddie is a little bit weird here because he fits into the it category where he can be killed. Yeah. The weird, the hard part is you have to get him, lure him into the real world out of the dream world in order to kill him, which so weird. <laughs> obviously is a very hard task to do. Um, and so it's very possible. So when you talk about dropping him in this battle Royale, I don't know, Ellen, I don't want to speak for you, but that's my mind went straight for the mat first matchup that I would see uh, would, would be it versus Freddie because they mm-hmm. both are out of the two so far that we know of like, yeah. can be actually killed? I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I mean, that's kind of where I was too. I was also, I don't know if I'm, I haven't seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street in like literally probably 10 years. So I don't know if I'm remember, remembering wrong, but doesn't he have something to do with being afraid too? Yeah. So what, what well, so, and this is what's interesting to me because I'm with you, by the way, the early movies, I really don't remember, but I, yeah, I, think, I don't remember. Was the first one with Johnny Depp. Which yes. One of them. Yes. Yeah. Just like uh, some real stars came out of these, you know, um, like Jimmy Lee yeah, Curtis, really obviously in Halloween, but yeah. Um, but Later on, they kind of make this play that he doesn't like fire, but it fire can't kill him. But it, it they definitely use fire from his burning as a, a lot of ways, I think, to lure him mm-hmm. out of the dream world. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure, but I, I do remember that there were certain specific things yeah. that were used. Because it's like every remember. movie, basically what happens is, the way that I remember the series <laughs> is every movie, it's like, it starts out, oh, we don't know who Freddy is, we forget. And then something happens. And then they do this whole thing. Every time they rediscover a different part, basically, of his origin story. And then they try to use that part to lure to him To defeat out. him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that's a, yeah. Like, the basic, if I was to summarize it, that's how I would say it. So I feel mm-hmm. like there are different things, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I was trying to remember all the things. And then like reading there are about a lot of things. him. And I was like, I don't, I can't retain any of this information. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of things with him. It's it's kind of hard too because you know he, uh, you know his killing sprees are all these different dreams. So they're all different environments. They're all different dreams about people who you know they all have different things that, that affect those people specifically. Mm-hmm. But he can do certain things in certain dreams and not not. So there's a lot of different as a storyline goes. What mm-hmm. his weapons could be in this fight could really range. It could be expanded because there's a lot that that he does yeah. and a lot of different things that he does in those dreams. Also, it's really interesting that two of these, like, what, people, I don't know what to call them. Two of these uh, people that are fighting are, like, kind of, like, silly and, like, weird. And then two of them are just straight up, like, evil, like, no so soul. Actually, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, actually. I'm really glad that you said that. That's a really great point. Out of all these... Freddie for sure is the personality. Like they went way over the top. He is, you know, even later on, he he always cracking jokes. He's, he's out of the villains. He's the one liner villain. You know, the other two, Jason and Michael don't talk at all. They don't even make sounds. They don't even make noises. Literally. 
if you look up, I think Jason, the most he's ever done is grunt literally. And I think Michael maybe has said a couple words and he like breathes. That's yeah. about it. And Freddie over there the is <laughs> Freddie's talking the whole time. Robert England is like a very known, he's as known as Freddie. He's the actor. Mm-hmm. He is very outspoken, very, his, you know, he's very active and he's very like, um, he's so, uh, butthurt that he basically w- was burned and, and hunting down everything that he really has this kind of F everybody attitude. Like, I, I don't care. Like you guys suck. Yeah. So I'm, you know what I mean? So that's true. That's a very good point. It's yeah. totally different attitude wise. So, um, yeah, that is very interesting. It is. Yeah, That has literally nothing to do with them fighting, but <laughs> I just thought it well, that was weird. It kind of does though, because in Freddy vs. Jason, he literally, he, he acts as, I don't know, this is kind of nerdy that I'm going this level here, but he acts, the movie starts with him um, basically, I'm air quoting here, but like tapping into Jason's dreams when he's dead resting and acts as his mom to uh, summon him. And then basically convinces, talks Jason into doing these things for him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, so that we can both come back and we could both, you know what I mean? So he yeah. literally talks Jason into killing for him. So maybe that could be a, a persuasion, could be a, could be a, 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 an advantage or a weapon that I don't think, I didn't think of. I, I kind of like that. That's true. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Very, very good catch on your end there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fosha, okay. what's your experience with Freddie overall? Yeah. Uh, zero, zero percent. I was about to say, I've never I seen any of them. Uh, like if I said, you, the beginning, I have listened to Nightmare on My Street, uh, but I feel like <laughs> I've definitely, God, uh, I feel like I've definitely don't have to see the movies anymore because you both just explained them to me. So. Well, we are Ellen, going I mean, to watch this movie, we're going to, to watch say, this movie, <laughs> like we what, have what? to. It's not what? even scary what? anymore. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. You would watch the old ones and you would actually be bored, probably, for most of them, honestly. Um, the, the one that I would recommend that you watch is uh, they play it on TV every once in a while. I can't remember what year it is, but they did a remake with the guy from the, the, the long haired guy from, uh, supernatural. He is, oh, I, I want to say it's like, yeah. oh, 2000, like eight or nine, maybe I that one's not, that. not, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Is that, is that Freddie or is that, uh, that might be Friday the 13th actually. I can't remember. Sometimes I get them confused, but they have made a recent, Freddie that I, I you could check out a more recent but those those early mm-hmm. on ones yeah you should definitely you could fly through those too they, they wouldn't even phase you they ain't scary no you watched Halloween it's basically all yeah, the same but just you're with fine. different people because <laughs> now, now I'm just thinking you know honestly I don't want to call you out too much here but now <laughs> I'm just feeling like it's not even like you can't use the I'm scared uh, thing and it's more of just a, a way to yeah. purposely avoid them which is honestly yeah. to Ellen and I, I I think it's kind of disrespectful it's pure disrespect <laughs> okay well it's spooky season <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens uh, <laughs> let I, me I, have a shred of joy I can't make any promises we have been watching a lot of Hocus Pocus which you know that, that's, oh that's fantastic it is great like oh one of my favorite my. movies but sometimes we need something a little more spooky Okay. Yeah, we got to do better. We gotta I'm do just better. saying. Okay, so you both have given us the perfect rundown on Freddy Krueger and, and Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, next, our final contestant in the Battle Royale is Jason Voorhees. Uh, some of the things that I wrote down here, just from, you know, just things that I've heard or, and, listen, and looking at the fandom uh, wiki page was, he's very similar. I feel like he's very, you guys both hinted at it too, was he's very similar to Michael Myers. Uh, 
great endurance, strength, has the ability, you know, he gets hurt, he regenerates. Uh, somewhat, there was one point that was brought up that he can hold his breath for a very long time and breathe underwater. Uh, <laughs> they said he uses various weapons, but, you know, obviously it's usually the machete. So uh, I feel like a lot of, you know, specifically myself, but I feel like I may know who our final two are going to be, but uh, Ellen's about to spit her wine across the room. Uh, Dugan, can you give us a little bit more information on Jason? <laughs> the breathing underwater just killed me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's that pretty would have funny. been really nice for him to have before he died. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's I'm funny. horrible. Um, oh my God. So for whatever fan page you're reading, I, I don't think that he's actually just like, I know they've hinted at it, but it's not like when he's just chilling under Camp oh. Crystal Lake that he's a, that he's just sitting there like a fish. Okay, I just want to put that out there. Though the whole idea, the whole idea was so he's not so he's not Aquaman. He's <laughs> not Aquaman. Totally, there is a couple. Yeah, I mean they should know that from the start of the movies. Whenever they show him resurrecting, he's always just passed out. He's never just like hanging out there watching. You know, he's not hanging out watching TV or anything. But the uh, the idea is that he was. Back in the day at Camp Crystal Lake was a uh, not a good swimmer and he drowned and nobody did anything to help him. And it, the storyline actually has taken a couple interesting turns. But ultimately, I think if you were to summarize it the most, it would be that his mom then did some kind of demonic ritual or something to resurrect him and give him life again, uh, which then she made. Ha- basically, he's a huge mama's boy and told him to go on this uh murdering spree now i know what you're wondering Foshe, how did he die as a child but then come back as this huge massive unstoppable man <clears throat> force thing force. that's a great question i guess that was just the, the special uh spell that that was yeah. there. i don't yeah. really actually know that answer okay but the whole <laughs> idea with the camp crystal lake <laughs> and the, the 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 lung capacity that you that you said there was pretty funny because the idea is which i actually which i actually just read why this is but apparently the storyline they wanted to do more of like a like a uh an old time uh, vampire theme, which is when he goes back to Camp Crystal Lake, that's the way to like put him under. You can't, there's no, we've never heard of any way to actually kill him. People have tried, but to like just kind of make him go dormant or like hibernating or like sleep, it is how do we get him and get him to the bottom of the lake? Cause that's, that's where he's just kind of go and pass out so mm-hmm. that was why ellen and i were kind of laughing so hard is because that's the, that's the whole objective is, is to get him is to get him there. I was okay i literally almost spit my wine everywhere yeah every so, almost i think every movie ends up back at crystal lake yeah. except for like the crazy ones when they're out in space and stuff okay so i think if i'm understanding you correctly he is not aquaman he's more like a bear hibernating in a cave when he goes under the water. That's that's what I'm. That's my gist of these movies now. Yeah, except for there's no <laughs> plans to wake up. Like once he goes, he basically think of it like he's un, he's not dead, but he dies. He like does that make any sense? He let's just say he goes into an an, an eternal rest until he is woken f- in the future. from his sleep. Yeah. Okay. Don't yeah, wake the sleeping slumber. not bear. Yeah. Okay. So just a bear with a machete and a, and a hockey mask. Okay. Uh, Ellen, do you have anything else to add to Jason? You know, maybe what your experiences were with him or the movies or the franchise or anything? Um, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of these movies. I've seen maybe like two 
And then the random like bits of some that'll be like on TV, but that's pretty much it because I mean, aren't they all kind of the same kind of like Halloween? They're all just like kind of the same thing, but we do need to watch some of them because you need to see them. Kyle, we're watching these and we're watching Friday, not Friday the 13th night Brown Elm street. Those two we're watching them happening. That's happening. Yeah, so you are right. They all are kind of same. And yeah. I think the Friday the 13th movie is the one that I was thinking about before. That was the one um, Jared Padel- Pade- Padalecki is the guy from Supernatural, Jared by the way. yeah. Yeah, so Very I don't handsome. know when that was. That, that one's okay. You guys should check that out. But the inter- here's the interesting part. And this is actually, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, before I came into this, I had my mindset on kind of my final matchup. But now I think I'm kind of revamping it because mm. the interesting thing about Jason is, is that they kind of play off of this whole mantra that he's just kind of dumb and does what he's mm-hmm. told. And that's it. He really doesn't like Michael Myers and all these other villains. They have their own motive. They have, yeah, they do it for them. Process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they do what they want. Jason's not at his own control. He basically truly becomes summoned and, and like follows the orders. He just kind of yeah. does the orders a little, a little bit more than like what, what they're told, you know, he doesn't, they don't say, okay, I want you to kill Fauche and then I want you to kill Ellen. And then I, he's just like, mm-hmm. kill everybody that you see kind of thing. But that is the whole reason why Freddie's able to talk him into doing what he did in Freddy vs. Jason. I was talking about, cause they kind of just, he's just like almost seen as this massive dope who just kind of goes and he's just a killing machine. He's just kind of like, okay, I'm going to do this, this thing. So in a battle Royale, he might not actually, the part of him dying it's tough, right? I don't know how we're going to get around that. But him actually being able to understand and actually have a successful, like a, a productive fight on his own would be That's interesting. That's a good I don't point. Know. I hadn't I thought about that. this until we had talked it through. I think he would need point. his mom to actually tell yeah. him what's going on. And if that is out of bounds, if that's not legal, I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. The, okay. the problem is, is though, is that the other people, the other characters would have to know how to defeat him. And ultimately, mm-hmm. so far that we know, it's either two ways. In the space one, they basically like froze him like a Han Solo style. And the other one is you got to find, figure out how to chain him to the bottom of the lake. But those other guys are strong enough. I think they could actually, I don't know. Originally, I, I, I thought it was going to be Michael Myers and Jason because you just can't kill mm-hmm. those guys. But the question now that I'm having is, is Michael Myers? strong enough to actually hold him down and chain Jason to the bottom of the lake. I don't know. Just don't know. Okay. All right. So we've talked about all four. um, And I think now is the time to go through our, our ranking system, I guess, of who is going to go first, who's going to die first, second, third, and then who ultimately is our winner. Uh, So I feel like we all agree that now that we've talked through that Pennywise is ultimately out first. Yeah. He's gone. yeah. Yeah. I don't think he stands a chance. I had yep. killed him off before we were even done talking about him. So, yeah, yeah, so, I would okay. put him if we were if we were yeah if we were gambling, his he would have the the worst gambling odds ever. I mean, it would have to be like plus. I mean, it would have to be like plus fifty thousand. Mm. You know, okay. odds. Yeah. Okay. Um. So next, I feel like this is where the conversation begins. Who is our next person? that goes out. Ellen, who, who are you thinking is the second person that goes out in this? I mean, before talking through it, I was thinking that Freddie would be gone because if you take him out of the dream world, he's just a normal guy and you can kill him. 
But now that we're talking about Jason actually not having a mind of his own, could Freddie like tap into that? Cause we already have Freddie versus Jason and then take Jason down. You know, I'm just going to yeah, go no, out. Point. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Freddie's going to stay in there. Why okay. not? So you say Jason <laughs> is the next guy out. Okay. Sure. Uh, so do, do, what are, what are your know. thoughts, Dugan? What do you think? I don't know because Jason doesn't die. Well, I don't know. See, here's the hard part that I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting how, and maybe, Foshi, if you can help us Google this, would be really great. But the question that I have is, how do you get Freddy out of the real world? Because in the movies, they've done it in different ways. Mm-hmm. So are, are any of those ways applicable to a way that the other three, the other two could draw him out? Actually draw like, him out. I just Googled it real quick and I, I haven't really looked, but like one of the movies in here, it looks like the actual person drew him, like actually drew Freddy Krueger from their dreams on a page and then he became real. Mm-hmm. Like if that's the case, I feel like, it might be much easier to actually get him into the real world, but I yeah. don't know because here's the thing about Michael Myers. This is what's interesting about Michael Myers. He is, you said he was very sneaky, but he's also very tricky. He tricks mm-hmm. and manipulates a lot of people. So that's what the human side of him is. He actually, he like does, might not have a soul, but it almost, the question that they have is, does this guy have a conscience or not? Because he actually, the way that he keeps breaking out of the, 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 the cell, a lot of times it's not actually just by brute force. It's actually by, manipulating tricky, yeah, and guards yeah exactly <laughs> shifty. so like could could jason figure it out probably not i don't know so but like could michael myers i actually think maybe so like he's not they don't play yeah. that he's a dumb like thing like 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 jason is at least mm-hmm. yeah you got anything for us Foshi? uh so i just typed in and i, I found a sci-fi um nightmare on elm street guide six ways to kill freddy um Reality, this one says, in the original Nightmare, the character of Nancy first discovers uh, this tactic when she accidentally pulls his fedora out of a dream. She concocts oh, a plan with John. She just, like, grabs it. That's a good point. Yeah, they do. They actually, like, if, if you can get a piece of him, because in the, in the newer ones, they grab a piece of his sweatshirt. They're like, psh, they rip it off, and that, that is what, what draws mm-hmm. him out. That's, that's interesting. Okay, if well, then, the case, that might then Jason your, could even do that. Exactly. If that's the case, then Vorhees okay. could for sure do that. Well, then now, I'm back to what I was thinking before. Well, so then can I ask you, let me ask you this, Ellen. What do you think then? Okay, so let's let's focus on Vorhees for one second because then we're saying, <laughs> let, let's rule out that Jason cannot be told what to do. He's dropped in here and now Jason, even as dumb and senseless as he is, now he's playing defense because now he's like, okay, I can just, all I got to do is I know these guys are t- trying to kill me. Do you think that alone would drive him to know and understand the situation that, okay, all I know is these two guys are coming at me and I have to defend myself. Cause if that's the case, if we feel like he could understand and put that together, then I feel mm-hmm. like he could possibly grab Freddie in some way. If that makes I any mean, sense. I don't know if that makes sense. I mean, so, like I'm trying to remember the movies now. Like some of the people have to like try to fight back in some way, and he has to like succeed and actually kill them because there's always only one person that's left. Yeah, I think honestly, so, I think what, what's what's hurting us here is yeah, is knowing the details of the <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street movies because there's yeah. there's so many things there's so that could be many. applied here. Yeah. So well, here's the problem though, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Oshie. Here's the other side of this conversation. 
if you can't or we don't figure out all the ways to bring him in the real world, mm-hmm. if he wants to stay in the dream world, though, the possibilities are almost endless. Yeah. The question is, though, is you kind of have. So here's the other weird part. Everybody who comes in the Freddy, right? You have you, you're, you're dreaming like you have to be sleeping. Exactly. So are these two people even sleeping? That's the one. I, I don't think so. That's why I almost I feel like even with as dumb Jason is, I just don't actually know. Kind of like Pennywise, I don't know if Freddie would actually have the ability or the chance to even start. He's any dead. Kind of manipulate. He's you know dead. what I mean? He's. I'm just going why, with what I thought at the original. I think Pennywise, I am too. I, Freddie, I all. This is actually kind of funny because I think Ellen and I are really on the same wavelength all together through this whole roller coaster that we're talking about because I, for a second, was about to talk myself into Freddie, but now I mm-hmm. think I'm back to Jason and Michael because I just don't yeah. know how Freddie is actually going to, I don't know how he's going to affect them. He would almost have to purposely come into the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, which is a terrible move on that. his part. Why would he want to do that? Because yeah. then he's just a normal guy. Yeah, I don't think he would want to do that. Unless we're missing a huge, huge factor in the storyline, I'm not sure. But either way, I don't think we are. I'm going Jason and Mike. Yep, me too. Agreed. That's what I had originally. I'm going back. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> made a full circle. You, yeah, listening to both of you talk it out, I think that is the the right move. Um, we might have and, to have a recap maybe later on. Uh, to, <laughs> we'll do some more after. Let's say after spooky season's over. Well, maybe we'll be able to watch more yeah. and just like actually, we'll use it as a learning. Um, That's a good idea. And then Kyle could actually weigh in. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. It's, it, we can use the excuse as a learning opportunity. Perfect. Yeah. And it also says on this uh, sci-fi website that in, spoiler alert for Freddy vs. Jason, uh, Freddy gets distracted by a teenager that got away. Jason takes advantage, rips Freddy's arm off, eventually impaling him with his own glove. And then this teenager, Laura, Lori, steps in and beheads Freddy Krueger with Jason's machete. So mm. uh, I feel it sounds like Jason survives that one. So I feel like that is uh, you got you both picking Jason is the right yeah. move. I think okay. it's a wise choice. So now we have our final two um, who are, I mean, arguably the same person. Um, both use kitchen knives and a machete. Uh, both wear masks, which is very interesting. One, a William Shatner mask. The other, a hockey mask. Um, both can be described as you know, an unstoppable force of death and despair. Um, Jason, like, like we've said before, has, um, I, I was, he can breathe underwater apparently while he's sleeping, which is impressive. Um, never seen Michael Myers underwater. That, you know, maybe that's where we're going next. I don't uh, think he likes swimming very much. Jason has been to space too. I feel like Michael Myers has been to space, right? So uh, anyway. Not that I remember. Jason Voorhees versus Michael Myers are our ultimate spooky character death match. This one decides the winner. Who is going to survive this battle? Dugan, what is your pick? You know, when I was thinking about this beforehand, I thought of a bu- I thought of a few other things that that like I tried to weigh out the pros and the cons, right? But I was I also think what can one do that the other can't? But then I realized that the one things like like I think Michael can do a lot of things that Jason can't do, but I don't know if those things would necessarily help him in this situation in this world. I guess it depends on 
the scenario is changing every 10 minutes or whatever. But like, are there vehicles? Are there other things, different weapons? Because here's the thing. We talked about human versus not human, whatever. Michael does human things. He drives all over the place. Like every movie he drives. He, he does. Like one Where did he learn he to drive? Exactly. He, nobody knows. He loves driving. But also, <laughs> he's a good enough driver to not ever be suspected of anything. And he's a good enough driver to where he blends in a mask or no mask. He's a freaking chameleon. Yeah. He's, we know he's super sneaky, but he actually makes it to different towns, different States. I think in the one in H2O you watch, I think they're in California. That is not in Illinois, wherever the original one is. Right. No, Uh, obviously there are uh, a whole, a whole lot of different places. So he, he gets around, he travels. Um, Jason does, but he just kind of, if I remember, he just walks everywhere and, and he, he wouldn't be able he, he's, he's very, he stands out. Now, I don't know if that helps anywhere, but the thing about Jason is, is I feel like he's just a brunt force. Whereas we talked about it before, but Michael's very sneaky. He, he doesn't just kick down the front door like Jason does. He actually will come through the back door and he'll like, you know, if he knows there's a cat, he'll silence. Like, you know what I mean? Like he knows mm-hmm. he's very tactical, which is very interesting. Mm. And so yeah. because of that, if we're out in different scenarios, I don't know if Jason could literally just handle the pure sneakiness from our guy, Mike. So I, overall, I, I, I think even though Mike wields a much smaller uh, weapon for most of the time, I think the tacticalness, I just made that word up. I don't know what, what that word is, but I think he could almost probably get Jason into some booby traps, basically. I really yeah. think that he could set him up and corner him. Oh my God, he could like home alone it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Could you imagine Michael Myers doing a home alone to Jason? Well, so here's the thing. Oh Jason would 100% walk right into that. 100%. Yeah. Why hasn't anybody thought of this? Okay, so here's... A, okay, I'm going to just go on a tangent really quick. Why don't we have a Michael versus Jason instead of Freddy versus Jason? I'm just saying. Like, that would be... End. I know. I would actually love that. You know, I actually yeah. the Freddy vs. Jason movie. I thought the movie was whatever. You know, but the idea of it was kind of cool. I liked it. And then yeah. there was actually another. There was supposed to be another movie after that. That was. I don't know how much you guys like the Evil Dead series, but Ash from the Evil Dead series. Yeah. There's actually a comic book that is Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. There, there are other comic books out there with other people uh, bringing them in, but I'm with you. I always thought, yeah. why, why not build them? The real problem, Ellen, the, the, the real life answer to that is IP and the money that goes behind these characters in these series. Yeah. That, yeah people are selfish and they don't want to have crossovers. For, for true that. Unfortunately. True but that hey, if true. they did, I would sign up. Sign me up. Yeah. Can, can we just I'm do why, why? Here's Here's my biggest question. Why can't we just have something like the Marvel Universe with all these superheroes? Why can't we do that with horror movies we, where they all live in the yeah. same world? You know, Chucky, you know, Candyman, uh, mm-hmm. all the people we've named here, uh, Leprechaun. You know, all, all all the all the big series. Yeah. Like, why isn't that? Why isn't that? Why it'd be like Goosebumps, thing? but for for adults. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Grown up Goosebumps. I'm, I'm down. Know. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I, so wait, like, that, I don't remember what we were talking about before, but this well, needs to happen. I guess I think the big question, <laughs> Ellen, is is that do you agree or disagree that Michael? Yeah, would, I agree. Would overcome. Yeah, I think that Michael does like he go. He's the one that initiated going out and finding 
finding the town that he was in, finding his house, like killing all those people. That was his thing that he went and did. He wasn't summoned back by his mother and told to go kill people. So I think he's sneaky. Um, I think that he is smart in like a crazy, frightening way. And that's what makes him more scary and more, uh, yeah, more lethal than Jason. Yeah, I think as, as we're talking about this, Foshi, I think that I kind of almost pointed at before without even knowing it. But I think that if you mash them up face to like face to face, you put them in a boxing ring or, or like a, a four wall mm-hmm. room where they can't leave. I think Jason probably wins that battle. Yeah. But if we're talking about a way to manipulate and trick him and we talked about what's the easiest, the best way that we know is to trap him down at the bottom of the lake, who can talk him into that right now was, was Freddie, but who can actually like be sneaky and like we said, booby trap him or just like trick him into doing that. I feel like Mike could pull it off. Like, so he might not even have to actually kill him, but mm-hmm. to get him to camp Crystal Lake, I have confidence that Mike could do it. I do. Yeah. I, I think you're right. You know, um, you hit listen to you guys talk about it and they're, you know, they're, they're pretty similar characters. It seems like, but the one standout difference is that Jason is just kind of a dumb dope. And Michael Myers, you know, it seems like he has some sort of a plan and is able to, he's very sneaky. He's able to move around pretty quietly. It seems like, so yeah, I think, you know, it was already too, you guys, you both chose Michael Myers. So, you know, when my vote doesn't matter, but I think I would also choose Michael Myers as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, yeah. You know, to think now that I'm thinking about it, I'm pretty sure there's even a couple instances in the later movies where Jason gets like tranquilized and he gets knocked out. Obviously he wakes up and kills everybody, but (laughs) I can't think of a time where Michael outside of his own planning, uh, like gets stunned you know, there's a whole, this whole thing, that where they try to kill him and then he plays dead for mm-hmm. an extended amount of time. But that's so he can, yeah, because he do what he wants to do. They're, they're, never do we catch Michael like out of left field, just accidentally getting a tranquilizer. Maybe, I don't know that, that I'm thinking about like, you don't just, you don't ever see Michael just go down and everyone's like in the middle, you know, in the middle of a movie, like, Oh, we got on, you know, it's yeah. He's yeah. always like gone. They like, said, so, wait, where did he, where did he go? Where, where did the guy go? Whereas Jason, I think there's some times where he just is actually laying on the floor there and they're like, yeah, we, that guy's, you know, look at that guy. He's ugly. He's dead, you know, and yeah. I just don't, I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think Mike, it's just hard to picture though, because you just see him with this butcher knife. And when you put him into an arena with all these other classic horror villains, they have all these crazy ways to kill and manipulate. And, and Mike doesn't. So I think right off the bat, you think, There's Michael, why, why would you pick him? There's no way. But I think we've laid out a pretty good case on, on, on yeah. how he could withstand, man. I really do. That is yeah. why he's like, the iconic horror villain of horror villains, really. Like our neighbor down the street has a Michael yeah. Myers like life size <laughs> for Halloween. Like, and when were those movies made? Like, what? Yeah, 80s? Well, the original was the eighty. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah the like, original was in the eighties, early eighties. I'm just saying, he's frightening. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, both of you are correct. So I think we can officially crown, give the crown. Put it on Michael Myers's head um, for this spooky character death match, and I think we've talked about this before. But the next time we do one of these, and whoever that winner is, we're going to have 
an ultimate battle mm. royale between the four Ooh. winners of each one. And it's just going to be a bunch of, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be Michael good. Myers. It's going to be Wolverine. It's going to be, I think, Atomic Blonde. And then whatever the next character or whoever we crown as a winner, that's going to be a, just the ultimate uh, battle royale. But so Michael Myers wow. takes the crown in this, in this battle. Um, Uncle Miles, if you will. Yeah, Uncle Miles also. Uh, <laughs> yes. If your three-year-old is, is questioning that. But congrats to Michael. I know he's probably smiling under that mask. Uh, yeah. oh, Dukes, definitely. Would you, do you have any closing thoughts on this, uh, this death match that you'd like to leave the listeners with? Man, I you know as always, I love the death matches because I, I think that I'm coming in one way and then I veer slightly to another way and then come back this way and think. And that's why these conversations are great because once you get it into more than just yourself in your own head, you can get steered in these different directions, and that, that's what I love about it. But I got to be honest with you, now all I'm thinking about is a Wolverine versus Michael Myers matchup. That that would be interesting. That sounds I would love, epic. Love, love, that sounds amazing. I would love to see that. But um, no, Foshi, as always, I thought it was a great time. Um, you know, it's always. It's always great having Ellen on, especially when we get to talk horror movies, because around you, once, once we start bringing it up in a normal setting, we see you start sweating, some tears. I know. I start watering. He's so and, nervous. Uh, <laughs> we bring it. Yeah, we, we really kill the conversation just to, to appease you, basically. So I'm glad that we were able to actually get more than like a five minute intro into that. And last thing is, is we're recording this on the 10th of October right now, which means that we have how many? 21. 21 more days. Yeah, my math is, is rough. Uh, 21 more days until Mike yeah. decides. I mean, that's his favorite day of the year. Mm. So shout Good out day. to you, Mike. And all we ask is that, you know, we have your Spare back. Us. So yeah, Spare exactly. Us. Like uh, look the other way in, in 10 days. That's all we ask. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, we'll, we're definitely gonna have some ultimate battle royale. Maybe you know, uh, we might have Ellen back on depending on what we end up with our final four. <laughs> Uh, Ellen, what is your closing thoughts on this, uh, this death match? What would you like to leave the listeners with? I mean, you know, that was fun. I was kind of nervous before I got into it. Cause I was like, I don't remember 90% of these movies. Cause it's been a long time since I watched them, but now I'm going to make Kyle watch one of these tonight. So mm-hmm. that's Perfect. happening. Kyle, you Perfect. get to decide. Are we going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street mm. or Friday the 13th? <laughs> That's all I've got. It's we happening. Will, no comment. Yeah, yeah we'll he's, like, he's like looking down and pretending like he's writing something. He's like, <laughs> yeah, important notes Oh my gosh, here. her microphone just cut out. I have no idea what she just said. <laughs> yeah, how can I... Uh, I can, I can mute you, so maybe we'll just do that. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, dis- we'll discuss that off air. Uh, so there you go. Michael Myers is our ultimate winner tonight. Uh, who wins your spooky death match? Let us know at goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. Make sure to find us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just look up Going Off Topic. We should pop up on there. Give us a follow. Head, head over to anythingforcredible.com. You can see all of the network podcasts and blogs uh, there. You can get all the content. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Uh, I'm going to throw in a new one for you. Make sure you're checking out enough, as much spooky content as you can for the next 21 days. And of course, shout out to Visor Beats and keep it off topic. <laughs>